Sippity dippity boppity boppity jippity boppity. I had a Swiss miss with the missus after tea. We went to supper and then she sat on my knee. What's the Swiss miss doing at the bris? Give her a kiss in the mist so you might not miss. If you give her a kiss, you'll get on her list of the men she's coming to get one day. Remember to pray at night in bed before you shut your eyes. For if you don't, you may die. We all may die any day now. You never know. Next life, you may be a cow or a dad. Equal comic level. Yeah, like that Doja Dad song, B, I'm a dad. B, I'm a dad. I use my iPad. I feel bad. I feel bad. I always feel bad. Doja Dad. I like Doja Dad. Rat likes Doja Dad. Rat has actually introduced me to a lot of amazing music that with only a minimal mental effort, I can turn into dads. Daddy Leepa. You know who I really like is Gucci Dad. It's Daddy. Daddy. Daddy Bieber. Dad Malone. Daddy Ray Cyrus. Machine Gun Daddy. Megan the Daddy. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Tip Talk, your number one spot for, say it with me now, tap news, information, information, and and, and, and and gossip, gossip. Mm. and also gossip. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Tep Ted. (gasps) That was wrong. And a perfect case of dismisinformation. Exactly, Tim. Thank you, Ted. Okay, reset. Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Bad, 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 bad. We got to. It's me. Ground yourself. Touch something. Touch something. Touch something, Ted. Touch something. Wood. My name is Tim. I'm in the ceiling. My, My name, name is Tim. Is I'm in the ceiling. My and name is I Tim. I'm in the ceiling. Zendai and Pascal's breakaway camp away with dads and moms. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tep Talk. Hey, how you going? Welcome to Tep Talk. That's right. Forgive the tiny uh, fracture there. In reality, that is what happens, though, when you run into something that is plaguing technology and the internet as we know it today. And of course, we're talking about information, disinformation, mis-disinformation, dis and mis misdisinformation. That's absolutely right. And in the other corner here, it's Tep Ted Steiner, illustrious co-host, Vision Quest, Dreamweaver, dancer extraordinaire, and man of the century. Oh, Ted, you forgot Paddlemaster. You are now officially... Officially scion of the paddle. I've reached level four, and I have been bestowed Excalibur herself. Folks, look, Ted is not great at talking about himself. He's not great at giving himself compliments. And so as his friend and co-host and uh, technical platonic husband, I just want to say- Yeah, it helps to have someone else. I want to just say, Ted achieved a milestone this week. He became the official master of the paddle at the Rock and Roll Fantasy Prison for dads. Absolutely right. Now the fear and quaking of my enemy shivers through these camps as I have been bestowed the greatest honor a level four sign of the system can receive, which is Zandaya's official and personal paddle holder. Now, I don't necessarily paddle people for infractions, but I hold the paddle for her. And importantly, you tell her who is infracting and who needs to be paddled. Have you ever seen how that wonderful dad, Wormtongue, whispers in the ear of King Theoden? Every night when I close my eyes. Yeah, well, I mean, shout out Grady. I mean, they got a thing going on. Yeah, shout out Grady. Speaking of, you know how we said that Lucian looks like the cover of David Bowie's toy album? Grady looks... When he yeah. looks like anything, it, it's a bit like Wormtongue. It is a bit like Wormtongue, except maybe more stretched out. More porous. Yeah, 
Shout out Rhizome. Shout out to lose yourself in the tap. So if I can just paint a picture for here, people, Ted, you are a little bit like, both in terms of your job and your appearance, if I'm being honest, the sheriff from the cartoon Robin Hood. That's a really good way of putting it. You're keeping the law of the land in the rock and roll fantasy father's prison camp. I have a really important and pivotal role within this beautiful ecosystem that we've all found ourselves where not only am I accompanying Pascal and Zydecha with their music, not only am I helping them with couples therapy, I'm also... The paddle boy. The paddle master. Well, yeah, the paddle boy, not the paddle master, I guess. It's more, I mean, boy is probably the more accurate term, like a best boy or a special boy Yeah, exactly. I grip like a special boy the paddle for Zendaya as she walks through the bunks at night. And I stay a very respectful two feet behind her with the paddle on a pillow and a propeller on my my hat because I am I haven't reached the the man level yet. Let me see if I understand this exactly right, Ted. So at night in the father's rehabilitation camp for fathers who are addicted to technology and have ruined their lives via their reliance on it, you walk around with one of the leaders and you carry a big paddle on a pillow that she uses to paddle the A's of those fathers who have committed in fractions, um, which she knows about because you snitch on them all while wearing a beanie with a propeller on it to indicate the fact that you are a born-again son. Yes. Because look, you can admit it. Ted, you can admit it. I can admit it. Here's a hard truth for our listeners out there. You can play the hard truth sound effect. Uh, yep. (laughs) There you go. All daddies once were sons. (laughs) Oh. Oh, yes. No, it's true. Look, it's true. It's true. Uh, it's true. And as part, uh-huh. of my, uh-huh. as part of my program here, I was reborn. I became the baby again. And now... You're reliving your sonhood. This is... Gosh, you hear about this a lot in the dad yeah. community. You know, yeah. have you faced your inner son? They say. And yeah, a lot totally. of dads, a lot of dads say, I don't need to do that. I'm a dad. I was never a son. But the reality is we were all sons once. We all have a shadow son inside. Exactly. And one of us must die before the other can come out. That's exactly right. We're in a fight for our mortal soul with that shadow son. And it's really important that we deny and destroy them eventually. We have to do battle. But the way to do battle, of course, is through acknowledgement. And so I just think, like, right now, what you're doing, Ted, in your beanie... With the striped shirt. And the Heelys. And the Heelys. And the Nintendo DS. It's so brave. And Ted, I just, oh gosh, I just want to, you know, shout out F-Boy Slim. I want to pee you, praise you, for modeling what healthy growth looks like. Thank you. And to bring it back to our important topic today, all of this is an example of information. Ted Absolutely. is a born-again son. True. Ted is serving a valuable purpose at the father's prison. True. Ted is an impartial third party sitting in on some really important therapy that has to be done between mummy and daddy. Shout out Pascal and Zendaycha. This is all an example of information, the truth. Here is misinformation. Yeah, let's hear it. Ted puts his pants all the way down around his feet when he uses the urinal. And yet that piece of information shared by Janus on YouTube with his video, Look at My Perv Roommate Using the Urinal, has spread far and wide online. And all the information, like the fact that Ted is a wonderful, loving husband and friend, has not. And I saw the video and I want to say, first of all, 
You're not doing it. Can't see my feet. That's CGI. It can't see my feet, so it's CGI. Plus, if I did do it... It's fine. It feels good, man. So that's... I'm going to play a sound effect here. That is our first ever disinformation stamped out. Thank you for playing the misinformation sound effect. I think we're going to need to blast that sound effect another time because I wasn't the only person in a YouTube video this week, Uh, was I? Yeah, okay. So you're talking, of course, about uh, the now, I guess, viral YouTube video. Oh my gosh, there's a perv in the ceiling of my motel. Yeah. Um, okay, fact check. Context matters. I'm not a perv. Disinformation. Right, right. Information. I am in the ceiling. That one gets the truth sound yes. effect. Disinformation. Title of the video. It's a hotel, not a motel. Absolutely. Here's how you could have done it better. Is this dad a respectful voyeur against his choice in Delaware? Yeah, here's another idea for the title of the video. Oh my gosh, I made a new friend in the ceiling. That's what they could have said yeah. if they had taken the time to stick around instead of running out of the room screaming. Disinformation. Or even just keep it simple. The daddy in the ceiling. Exactly. There are a million ways to do it. There's no need to rush to mm-hmm. judgment. Oh, information. I was sticking my hand. I poked. I pushed my hand. I poked my hand through the um, ceiling. I did. I did do that. Okay. Well, that gets the truth sound effect. And, and you can see it in the video. The truth sound effect. Disinformation. I was not trying to grab them. I was waving at them because if your hand is already stuck out of the ceiling, you can try to pretend like it's a light fixture, but it'll only go so far. And then once they realize it's a hand, you can either just do nothing, which is in my opinion, creepy, or you can do a friendly wave. Yeah. And this isn't a simple subject. You'd think, oh, the truth is, the truth is simple, but this is where it gets into a gray area. And I'll tell you why. It's because grabbing and waving are very similar gestures and ones that get confused all the time. Oh, you smacked me. No, I didn't. I was trying to grab the iPad, Randy. You pulled my new haircut. Disinformation. Disinformation. I saw a cockroach in your overly trendy hair and I was trying to whack it out with this keyboard. But I didn't open. It was already open on the shelf. You broke into my house and got in my bed. Disinformation. I got disoriented and I thought it was my house. Don't you feel bad for me? I was trying to film a hilarious TikTok video where you fall back into bed, but it's someone else's bed over the top of that Bruno M song. Shout Shout out, Marvin. Yeah, exactly. This is, look, disinformation and misinformation is so prevalent. I think it's important that we just go all the way back to basics. What is information? Numbers are information. Facts? Facts. Elon's hair is real. Fact. Ted, let's go back in time. Let's do a little bit of history for everyone. What was the very first piece of information? I think it was rocks. I want to say rocks and small fishes. But for as long as there's been information, there has been dismisinformation. Dismisinformation. For instance, some of the dinosaurs are made up, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. Let's make this a little more simple for people. Here's a perfect example of some dismisinformation recently. A reporter was interviewing Grime about her new album or something, Mm -hmm. and they heard a baby crying in her house. Yeah. And they said, is there a baby in the house? And Grime said, no. And they said, I hear a baby. Mm -hmm. And then Grime admitted that there was a baby and that she had a new baby with Elon. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. 
Uh, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was. And they didn't. Well, yeah. I didn't and get a resume, still, I guess. And they're still sort of sort <laughs> of together. Yeah. So disinformation. Grime and Elon broke up. Uh, information. They're back together. Disinformation. disinformation. I said that I'd hated Grime music when they broke up. Uh, information. Now that they're back together, I actually like it. Disinformation. Grime and Elon are in a relationship. Uh, information. Grime is sort of doing a silent retreat through Elon's window. I, I think we're losing people here because people are so stupid. I mean, no offense. Fact. We know you're right. We do have to keep things simple, you know. So let's D it down for him. Yeah, let's D it down. The only way I think we can really do it is to sort of give you a side-by-side comparison yeah, yep. of the two and let, and let you understand it in real time. Yes. Which is what this podcast is good for. Ted, I think you're right. Let's get, let's just do a little scene here. We'll drop in some lovely music that sets the scene. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a scene where there is only information. Purely pure information. And we, what we're going to do is we're going to, after this, we're going to yes. swap it on its head and we're going to let you alert. spot the difference between these two. Now, the first thing you're going to hear is an example of true information. <clears throat> okay. <All> right. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Right, that's the door opens. I walk in. <sighs> Hello, my customer who just walked through the door. I am a shopkeeper. Welcome to my shop. Hello, I'm six foot two in this story. That's true. That's true in the, in the universe of the story. Check out my abs. This is true also in the story. They're ripped. You have to imagine them. Oh, wow. One plus one equals two. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. N, M, N, O, P. I am here because my wife is remarrying me in the universe of this story. That is true. And I need to buy her some beautiful flowers. That's true. Would you like to buy a GameCube? Princess Peach is the most beautiful character in Super Smash Brothers. I went on a date with Princess Peach. In the universe of this story, that is true. Incredible. I'm going to tell Elon, my best friend. Seven plus four is ten. Well, almost ten. One more. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Seven plus four is eleven. Pierce Brosnan is the best James Bond. That's why you see behind me this Die Another Day poster featuring Pierce Brosman. When I close my eyes, I sometimes forget where I am. Did you know that the Earth will revolve around the sun, but Mars is also also in that system? Yes, gravity is like a web, a spider's web. Stefan has a tattoo of an anchor on his left butt cheek. So does Bronson. Sometimes they touch tattoos. Sarah calls them her sailor boys, and she makes them swab the deck. Bronson cannot do everything Stefan can do, but he can do some things Stefan cannot. Stefan is tall, while Bronson is small but compact and wide, ripped with muscles, but in places that are disconcerting. One plus one is two, and yet three can become one. Shout out, Sarah. Yep. Scene. Okay, so that was that great. That was information. I love that. Listeners at home, you're going to notice a few things yeah. about what we just did. Number one, people are talking to each other 
Very calmly. Very calmly. And they're saying politely. things that are verifiably true. And how do they know they're true? Because what did I do? I looked at and even touched his abs, thereby proving that they were, that they real. were real and that he was mm -hmm. ripped. Those are all primary sources of information. Can you see it? Can you touch it? Or importantly, yeah. does it seem true? Yes. Now let's do that same scene again, same shot, but this time, try to notice, there is going to be only disinformation. Pay attention and see if you notice any similarity to the World Wide Web. Okay, <clears throat> you ready for the scene? Let's do it. Because I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Let's scene do it. Scene begins now. Ding, ding, ding. I am the size of the planet of Jupiter. I'm crushing you. I'm crushing you. I'm crushing you. I'm made of muscle, so I push you back. I am aging in reverse. I live in this shop. It's made of platinum. My eyes are popping out of my head. Plus, your feet are tinsy tiny, like a little baby's feet. My tiny feet have more torque and general strength than a, the steel beams that made the Empire State Building. And I can see into your stomach. I have uh, two stomachs. There's one under the cabinet that you can't see. Sean Connery is the best James Bond. Gravity doesn't exist. My wife loves me. Sarah and I have this cute name for each other. It's Giggle Bear, Giggle Bear, Giggle Bear. I'm allowed in the Best Buy. Who let you in? I'm allowed in here and I own it. Why did you copy my haircut? I didn't copy your haircut, it's a wig. Give it to me. I'm made of lava, I'm made of lava, Ow. I'm made of lava when you touch me here. You're burning, you're burning. And scene. Oh, okay. So what are some of the clues that let you know that that information was not information, but it was dismiss? Well, you have to listen very closely. You got to go in and you got to think to yourself. You have to put yourself in that scene, sort of like a yep. silent yep. man without eyes who stands in the corner but has a mouth and is silently screaming. And shout out the knife. You have to cut through, make a deep cut and understand, you know, the real heartbeat of the scene and see if you can find, is this true? Is this not true? How do we know? No verification. Okay, so with that, you understand the basic breakdown between information and non-misinformation. Yeah, I think it lays it out. But <laughs> hypothetical is always very different from the real world. Ted, I, I mean, before you started dating Siri, it was like, oh, all peaches and cream. But, you know, relationships take a lot of hard work. Yeah. Let's see if we can apply our giblet eye to a real-life test case. There is some dismiss information going around saying that Elon Musk put brain chips in monkeys instead of pigs and a bunch of the monkeys died. Yeah, um, not verifiable in, in any w regard. First of all, it doesn't make any sense. Why would Elon go from testing the chip on pigs to testing it on monkeys? when he has dads right here. Dads are just as smart as monkeys, and we want the chip a lot more than the monkeys do. So it doesn't make sense why he would go from pigs to monkeys, skipping right past dads along the way. And here's another, I want to call it a facet of truth, which yes. is that if, for example, he did put them in and they died. Who cares? Big whoop. Exactly. These are the two sabers that every every internet user... They must dual wield. Yeah, exactly. On the one hand, you've got a lightsaber labeled, I don't believe that. And on the other hand, you've got one labeled, who cares? Yeah. And, I, and you know, just to put the pin in that, I want to say, Elon, you don't want us to be pigs. You don't want us to be your babies. So I don't know what you want. I mean, if one were really to read into it, it would seem as if he wants us to be monkeys. 
It would seem that way, wouldn't it? See, and what Ted just demonstrated is an example of deductive reasoning. Yeah. Let's apply that in our own lives. If you looked at my YouTube video of the perv in the ceiling, rather than just say, oh, it's perv in the ceiling, pathetic, uh, mm. deductive reasoning would lead you to say, hmm, how did he get in the ceiling? He must be a dad. Why would a dad be in the ceiling? He must be trapped. Yes. And that leads you to a beautiful conclusion of calling the fire department, which someone needs to call the fire department. Yes, to let him out. That's a perfect example of deductive reasoning. Ted, I know you do deductive reasoning all the time. I do all the time. I see a huddle of inmates in the corner. At the father's camp. Yeah. And when I see them in a corner, I deductively reason, wow, they must be talking about me. Yes. So I get off my one wheel and I go to the other side of the wall where I have mason drilled a hole and I put my ear up to it. And yes, they're talking about me sleeping in the same bunk room as Zendaya and Pascal on the top bunk and they sleep on the bottom. I hear everything, all the fights and making up. And you deductively reason that they need to be reported and paddled. Absolutely. So I take a Polaroid and I get away on my one wheel faster than they can run. Shout out yeah. Janus, he's getting pretty fast. Yes. Actually, speaking of Janus, here's another example of some disinformation. Corey's NFT of me. Yeah. Corey, my son, uh, this has been a breaking news, is selling an NFT of me. The Sad Dad Club? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yep, exactly. You know, I thought at least... He gave me a pretty square chin. Shout out, Elon. I thought he was very kind to you in the chin. I thought he was much... I don't think your forehead slopes that way. No, it doesn't. But it was a good callback to have me sort of in a pond. Uh, yeah, big good throwback, throwback. But like, hello, how long since you've been in the pond? I mean, come on, we're, we're past the pond. You're now sleeping with your new parents in the father's camp. Top bunk. And to whoever bought the NFTs of me and Ted, I don't think you own us. But I don't understand how NFTs work. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand blockchain, but... I, oh, yeah. I mean, a blockchain but, is like a bakery where the pastries are too full. I get that. Yeah. But I guess what I want to say is whoever bought the NFTs of me and Ted, you know, be kind. Be kind now that you own us. Yeah. Ted, what's some other disinformation that's been on your news radar recently? Well, I did read Rat's blog post. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We're not talking. Well, Rat had refuted the, the thing that... The concept that he made in front of your face the other day. Right. He well, said that yeah. he'd never do that. He said that I made. And I just want to say, who are you going to believe? A rat or a literal dad? Disinformation sound effect. Also, disinformation Tumblr. Um, Not, yep, can't trust Why it. didn't rat use Squarespace? Seriously. It's drag and drop Drag and templates. drop tools. Yeah. Fact. Uh, rat, nobody uses Tumblr. Everyone left after they kicked all the pee off. Yeah. Ted, I got one for you. Here's some disinformation. Darby, shout out Darby, said in his most recent episode of his grief podcast that I inspired him because every year on the anniversary of my dad's um, D, I cried about Steve Jobs instead. And that showed him that there was a conversation we need to have around grief and we're not comfortable. Ta blah, 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 blah. Okay, Darby. Fact check. Cool, hey, Darby, if I were so uncomfortable about death, wouldn't I remember when I accidentally got locked in the morgue at the old folks home? I don't remember it at all. 
Totally. And people tell me I was in there for seven hours. Yeah, Dub. I mean, come on, mate. You know, we've seen you cry a lot of times. Oh, you know, like when yeah. That time that I put a thumbtack on your seat, I saw you cry then. I saw you cry um, a bunch of times when you talked about your, your mom. Rest in peace. Ted, I think that this week we have done really heroic work in separating the, the W from the C, the truth from the dis is misses information. Why don't we leave people with a little bit of a like uh, disinformation guide, like f- five easy steps for what to do when you encounter disinformation. Yeah, let's do it. We've given you the tools you need to recognize what is true and what is false. These are five steps you can just carry with you. Uh, we'll go one for one. Number one is the font flashing yes at you and saying download this or is it speaking to you in a very calm serifed font saying washington 745 on the you know yes exactly fonts, fonts matter. matter number one fonts matter yep number two Facts matter. Mm. Anything that is true is a fact. And if it's a fact, it is true. And you know it's true if, one, you can look it up on a calculator. Two, you can find it in a book, any book. Or three, if it feels like it must be true. Yes. My number three is follow that author. Mm. Say you find a piece of information on the internet. It's really important to go a little deeper. Find out who the author is type their name into Google or Wikipedia and see a picture of them. Here's why. You can always tell a liar. You can always tell a liar. And here's how to spot them. A factual author will be wearing a nice blazer. And a cap. Yes, and a cap. And they'll be sitting there with their fingers crossed and they'll be looking out at you on a sort of three-quarter view. Their body will be pointed three-quarter and their head will be straight. Or maybe their head's three-quarter, but their eyes are coming back to you at the screen. Contrast this with typing the name of a disinformation author, a guy in a ripped vest flipping you the bee. Big bushy eyebrows. With his tongue out, holding a chain. And remember, respectable people tell the truth and people of disrepute do not. Yep. The last two points are really about self-care. Because when you go into the world of the internet, you are wading into a world of truths and unmistruths. And mm. the same mm-hmm. way that when you go into Grady's RV, you have to mm. have a, some soil in your pocket or else mm-hmm. you won't be able to get out. You won't be grounded. The same way it's important to ground yourself online. When you go online, you should make sure you're touching something metal or wood. And you should also remember your certified truth code. Minus six, seven, three, five, seven. Three. Two, seven, nine, eight, two, three, four, eight. I'm the only one who knows that code. And so if I ever start to get online and say, wait a minute, is this true? Is this not true? Where am I? What year is it? What month is it? How long have I been in the ceiling? I could just say six three seven three three seven five seven. I'm Tep Tim. I live in the world and I I was born. True. And you know, when we're messaging each other, we always start with, is this the real Tim I'm talking to? Verification code, please. Otherwise, no further shall we converse. I receive the code. Six, seven, three, five, seven. And then we can talk. Hey, buddy, how's the roof? Hey, it's actually a ceiling and it's bad. Yeah. And this actually leads to a sub point. This is four point B. Um, mm-hmm. It's good to write down the time and maybe to have a clock that you synchronize too. Yes. Always look at your clock before you log online and pay attention for any time slippage. Yeah, because it's slippery in here, folks. And Ted, yeah. why don't you take us out with our last Temp Consumer's Guide to Information Disinformation? 
The illustrious number five at the end. It's a little one close to home. It's a little personal here, but basically our fifth tip straight from us to you is to sign up at the Tep Talk Patreon. Yes. At the Thunderbolt tier. $75 a month. That way you're going to get access to our patented five-page PDF, regularly updated, of bad sites that we have two-factor authenticated that you should not go to under any circumstances. We found them so you don't have to. And I'm very excited to announce that we are adding a new section to the PDF of misinformation and information. Mm -hmm. In this little subsection, we are cataloging every piece of information we encounter so that if you encounter it in your own life, you can look it up in the index and say, okay, is this real or is this false? So for instance, 12 times 12 is 144. True. I know this here is a hand. True. And it also includes our list of misinformation in case you run into someone saying something like, my dad cried at the zoo. That is false. And then there is a phone number at the bottom of the PDF for the FBI. Yeah, and you're going to want to get involved because we're bringing really big stuff to the Patreon. Things are bubbling up. We're getting back on the horse. You know, a lot of people say, oh, your lives have fallen off. Not many people cared about you in the first place, and now really no one does. Au contraire. <laughs> Tep Talk is here for you. We are, and I think it's important that you know, if there's any information you run into and you just can't, the five-point system isn't working because you're too dumb or you, because you just don't get it. Shout out Darby. You're just Dead. not, you're not, you're just a idiot yeah then you can always reach out to us and even better you can come and get me out of the ceiling marvin come on what are you doing yeah wow ted whoo i feel exhausted we really did our job this week yeah <gasps> oh boy can we let our hair down a bit can we relax say with like a book <laughs> yes, Dad, you are right. Don't you worry, know folks. We you know what I'm not, on that, don't you? you we know what did I'm not at. forget. Before we go, we've got to do a couple more installations from the 101 Ways to Be a Special Dad segment. This is the official Tep Talk Book Corner. Dropping some beautiful uh, Vivaldio. Daddy. Daddy, will you uh, read me a book to bed, Daddy? Practicing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I had to do my, you know, a really quick six, three, seven, five, seven. I'm Tim. I'm Tim. I'm Tim. I'm Tim. Uh, right. Yes. Very good, Ted. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, of course, the book in question is a book we started doing our review of last week. Uh, 101 ways to be a special dad. We only made it five of the ways. Yeah. So we have the next 96 to go. Yes. Good math, Ted. Last week, our author, Vicky Lansky Barcelona. Offered us three very good suggestions. Yes, and we tallied them. We're keeping an ongoing tally here of which of her suggestions of the 101 ways to be a better dad are working and which ones are failing. And so far, what is the score, Tep Tim? It is currently three to two, which, fact, six, three, seven, five, seven, three is more than two. Mm hmm. So, of good. Three in the, so in good, the good corner. Good is, yeah, good is and three two is in more the bad. Good. All right, Vicky. Well, All we're right. going to dive into the book again. We're coming up on number four. Number six. Number six. Three plus two is five, so six. Yes. Ted, I want to keep an open mind on this book. However, I did have earlier when, when we were getting ready, I did come across a piece of information that uh, mm. gave me a little bit of pause. I was looking on the back of the book, and it says right here, uh, Vicky Lansky's, her best-selling books include 101 Ways to Make Your Child Feel Special. Hmm. And 101 ways to tell your child I love you. All right. 
Okay, cool, cool, cool. So there's an agenda this, going on. Yeah, this is another thing we didn't really talk about in the information section. Bias is very important. Yeah. It comes up all the time at the Best Buy. You're just biased about who can go on the loading dock. You look, I dress like you. I'm still not allowed on. I get the same yeah, haircut as you. I'm still not sense. allowed on. So Sleep what is bed, it, Randy? still not allowed. All that is to say bias. So we're going to have to keep our mind open and yet not let ourselves let our guard down, Ted. Yeah. Okay, Vicky. All right. So okay. let's um, hear would... number six of 101 ways to be a special dad. Um, idea number six. Have your child help you design and hang a sign that says, Gone fishing. Take along a rod, reel, and fishing license. No, no fishing triggered. Right, because your dad, yeah, okay. So, Vicky, you might have uh, considered when you wrote this one that some dads some have dads. been dunked by their dad. Uh, D's dad, your shout out Gerald. Dads. And it's not funny and it's triggering and how dare you. And also if I wanted to make a sign with my son over my DB, I mean that I would yeah. literally <laughs> yeah. basically be inviting chaos, disorder and, and death yeah. into my life. Ted is the sign maker, he's the dad, that's his right. I've had enough signs made at me and for me. Yes. Keep out of the cabin. No Ted's allowed. A you're not my real dad certificate for Christmas that I had to unwrap. And it was framed from Emmett. He wrote, just die on the windshield of the Prius. That's true. Not really a yeah. sign, but it sent a sign. Oh, and speaking of gone fishing, Sarah made that sign for the cabin that said gone f***ing. Yeah. Yeah, so Vicky, I'm afraid that one's going to be another one in the negative column. Three for Ooh, three. Three, three versus three. three okay. Vicky, not looking good. Ooh, not looking good. Luckily, Ooh, she's Vic, got 94 more to go. Yeah, Let's do the okay, next one, Vic. Ted. Take a child or two with you when you run an errand. Doesn't say your child. That's interesting. Children can participate in many ways, such as dropping letters in the mailbox, selecting grocery items such as cucumbers or cereal, counting change, mm -hmm. or carrying a purchase for you. Okay, Vicky. <laughs> I, I'm into this. <laughs> I, well, okay, point, counterpoint, crossfire. Crossfire. First of all, Vicky, I know how to raise my son. I know how to take him shopping. I don't need you to tell me to tell him to take him to the store. I think I'm not an idiot. Secondly, Vicky, have you ever taken your son to the Apple store? Because believe me, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be cute. And if you ask him to carry your purchase for you, you are going to be picking pieces of iPad out of your A for the next week. Shout out the paddle. Well, yes, I agree with this on the very surface level. But I think if we read a little deeper into the prompt, and I think this is the genius of Vicky here, it is open for interpretation. Gareth takes Chris Pepper everywhere. Well, yeah, I mean, he would die without him. Exactly, and vice versa. Yeah. Lucian and Grady, always together. When well, all their errands. They are already dead, yeah. Every time they go to the swing set and work on their tower. No, it's true. It's true. Look, okay. They do it together. Okay. You know, I no, see this around me all the time. Like, there is a precedent. Right now, I'm being taken on a lot of errands, namely couples therapy, with my parents. Pascal and Zydacha. So I'm experiencing this from the other end, and it does open my eyes okay. to the power of this. They let you honk the horn? Yeah, they, they did on the dune buggy, yeah. Ted, you're right, and you just you remind me of the fact that my heart has gotten cold up here in the ceiling, even as the rest of my body is painfully hot at all times. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh, look, I'm submissive once again. Point goes to Ted. You're right. Mm, yes. All right, so I think we got time for one more. Let's do one more. The best place to play with a child of any age is probably on the floor or ground. Let an infant fall asleep on your chest, play gymnastics, 
share a board game, read to your child, or just look up at the ceiling or sky. Getting down will lift your spirits and enhance your quality time together. I don't think Vicky quite understands physics and the physiology of a dad bod. Well, and this is what she's not considering is like, it's absolutely true that your son would like you on the ground. I just don't know why you'd give him that. I can tell you right now, Vic, that I've tried this with Emmett and it doesn't work. I decided one day, you know, back in the day that I wanted to bridge some gaps with Emmett slash get on his Minecraft surfer. And so I decided, well, he needs his space right now and, and he's feeling like, a bit threatened by me and my my clowning ways and my size. So How cool you are. I rolled into his room on my stomach as a clown and I said, Hey, Emmett, I know you don't want your stepdad on your Minecraft s -s server, but what about a little wiggly clown worm? <laughs> yes, and speaking of disinformation, those of you who loved the viral video, Pervy Clown crawls into my room that's the backstory pervy clown crawls into my room and gets what he deserves right i forgot yeah i forgot yeah, the, yeah. that's the that's that's yeah, the that's setup the context okay disinformation this is why anakin became darth vader you would have been justified in becoming darth vader here's the thing vic this is why it doesn't work you suddenly give your son the high ground by being on the floor you make yourself too much like them and you're spread out and you can't get back up in time to dodge the McFlurry name. Exactly. And speaking from my experience, I was on the ground when I was stuck behind the toilet in Dennis's mother-in-law apartment. And did Corey come and play mm -hmm. gymnastics and fall asleep on my chest? No, he came and shot me with a Nerf rocket in the eye. Yeah, but at least it, at least it had peanut butter on it. Well, yeah, I mean, I survived off that Nerf rocket. So I guess if you're suggesting... Okay, so yeah, okay, uh, this one's complicated. Being on the ground is nice. But it does leave you open to it being shot, but... The attack could have fruitful consequences. Like a McFlurry nade is still a McFlurry. Even though Corey says, if you're so hungry, why don't you, you know, eat this peanut butter off my Nerf rocket? You live and die by my whim. I still got the peanut butter. Yeah, so what is this, a half point? Yeah, what, I'll give it a... I, I think we could split the point in half and give half to each side. Okay. So 3.5 versus 3.5. Yeah, you know, Ted, that one left a bad taste in my mouth. Can we do one more? Sure, yeah, All right, last it. one. Establish a bedtime routine that includes a special question for your child, such as, what is the best thing that happened to you all day? Who did you think slash hug slash help today? What are you going to dream about tonight? I mean, this one's easy. Ted, what is the best thing that happened to you all day? I got a popsicle. Because you turned in one of the dads for paddling? Yeah. They've got a big freezer in the office, and they're all for me, but only when I dob. What was the best thing that happened to you? Um, it was kind of fun when I waved at the people through the ceiling. Turned out it went the other way, as you know from the video. But uh, that was kind of... It was mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, Fresh big, air big, on big. the old hand sticking through the ceiling um, was nice. I mean, honestly, yeah, recording this podcast, absolutely. Best thing that happened to me all day. Best thing that ever happens to me at any given day. Uh, Ted, who did you thank slash hug slash help today? I actually did hug Janus, oh. to be honest. I ran up behind him and I gave him a big hug and I said, I'm, I see you, I see you, I see you, and I, I'm going to be your friend. Oh. I wanted him to just know that I was there and that if he ever ever wanted to change his ways i'd be there for him you know no questions asked yeah and if he ever crossed you you know yeah it'd be all over mm, that's so lovely i guess i'm thinking um i thanked the people who i saw through the ceiling for not yeah. uh, hitting me with that broom that they had 
and mm-hmm. I hugged Rat earlier, Aww. and I helped the people of the world by helping tell them about Miss Disinf- Mrs. Vince Disinformation. So, yeah, pretty, That's pretty really good true. on that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, last one. What are you mm-hmm. going to dream about tonight? Eggman, obviously. And the tower. Oh, uh, sorry. It says here, don't forget to include I love you in your goodnight chat. I love you, Tim. I love you, Ted. Well, that's it for this week's show. That's the show. Very cool. Thanks, Vicky. Thank you, Vicky. Hey, you know what, Vicky? You still got it. And we still have, a, you know, 95 or so more to go. So stay tuned, folks. We're going to finish them up any day now, I think. Yeah, I think so. And what a great show. You know, we came out here hard and rigid with our knowledge of the truth. I guess in closing, just remember that anything can be a lie and no one really has a way of knowing anything. So keep your wits about you and remember to tune in to teptalk.com. The news information and right. podcast.com. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't you know it? One more arm through the ceiling. Hey. There's no one in here, but when they come in, I think what I'm going to do this time instead of a wave, because I think that looked like a grasp, I'm going to give them the surfer hang loose sign. I got an idea for you. Yeah. Try pushing your head through the drywall. Okay. Hey. I'm on the floor, Ted. I'm on the You're floor. You're on the floor. I'm not in the ceiling anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Woo. Oh my gosh, Woo. my legs. My legs are atrophied. Oh wow. 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 This is huge news, and it's verified, because I can imagine it. Oh, Mr. Pendleton. Oh, oh. Oh sh. Mr. Pendleton's coming. Um, you must be covered in drywall, so just hold real still when he walks Ooh, in. Disinformation. I'm the guy who's been in the ceiling uh, making all those noises. Information. I'm a gargoyle. Yep, yep. Okay, frightening face. Oh, frightening, You've got to face. Pull a frightening face. Easy. Ah. Believe me, it's much harder to do the opposite. Oh.